0: lord everybody pastor fields here just another opportunity the lord has given us to come together and i'm grateful for it so glad for his grace and mercy because it didn't have to be so but we're here again coming together to go into god's word his holy word appreciating his goodness his grace his mercy always had it not been for the lord who was on our side? Certainly, don't know where we would be right now, but God has been good to us. I want to give the saints an opportunity to come in, as we prepare to go into God's holy word. And as you know, we have been teaching a series uh, on salvation. Uh, so grateful to the Lord for saving us, and uh, it may seem a bit foundational uh, to some people. Uh, Sometimes you hear people say, well, I know all that already. It's always good uh, to review and to go back to the foundation, to reinforce. Uh, The more we reinforce it, the more successful we are in passing it down. We're not supposed to hold on to our knowledge or hold on to our teachings, but we're supposed to be able to pass it down to future generations. Uh, But if we don't strengthen it or reaffirm, if we don't rehearse it, If we don't continue to go back to it so we can remember it, uh, we'll lose something along the way. We don't want it to get weaker. We don't want the solution to get weaker. We want it to get stronger. Uh, So we're visiting our foundation, and we're talking about salvation. Now, we started in the book of Esther, uh, Esther, the 8th chapter, 6th verse, and our subject was, Lord, save my unsaved loved ones. And then the next installment in this series, uh, we came out of the book of Hebrews, chapter 2, verse 13, I believe it was, and the subject was, how shall we escape if we neglect or ignore or disregard this great salvation? And today we're in the book of Acts. Go with me to the book of Acts, chapter 12. And our anchor verse will be verse number 12. Let's pray first. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for your goodness, your grace, your mercy. Thank you for all that you do and all that you're about to do. Forgive us, oh God, for not being all that we should be, but help us to come up to that place that you expect us to be, striving every day to be your people, ready for your return. Bless us through your word, we ask, in Jesus' name, amen. Acts chapter 4 is where we are in tonight, verse number 12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. The subject of the lesson tonight, Jesus only, Jesus only only i'll read it again neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved so salvation is the theme of this verse this key verse uh, that we have read Uh, but let's let's go back to the foundation what is meant by salvation what do we mean uh, by the term salvation, when anyone is saved, does it simply mean uh, that they're saved from hell and ready to be admitted into heaven? Uh, when you are saved, uh, and and let's make it clear, because in different reformation[s] and different belief systems, uh, even in our own environment, apostolics there are some who who say that you can be saved without the Holy Ghost abiding on the inside, uh, but true salvation when the question was asked in the book of acts men and brethren what must we do to be saved what must we do uh the response was repent every one of you uh repent of your sins yes be baptized in the name of the lord jesus for the remission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the holy ghost the bible says that if we don't have his spirit then we're none of his so True salvation is uh, you have to be filled, meaning you're filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, Repentance, baptism, being filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, Then you can say, then you are saved. And I know uh, confession leadeth unto salvation. Now, this may ruffle some of your feathers because. Of course, there's some who believe all you have to do is say I'm saved and you're saved or repeat after me. Uh, but uh, the Bible doesn't say repeat, it says repent. So, and it's, it's of course, with with many, uh, we could be here all night debating it, but the word of God is, is sure. There's no gray area in his word. Uh, so, listen to this. Uh, God's salvation uh, is comprehensive. We're we're lost. We were lost and beaten down by sin. Uh, We were under condemnation. We were on our way to hell. Uh, But he found us. He restored us uh, and brought us into fellowship with him. Uh, And he empowered us. He empowered us with the Holy Ghost. You shall receive power after that you have been filled with the Holy Ghost. That empowerment is what enables us to live holy in this unholy place. God's salvation covers um, my past, my present, and my future. God's salvation covers my past, hallelujah, covers my present, and it covers my future. And it's eternal. Hallelujah. Let me start out by saying, uh, in case you didn't know, he didn't save you just to sit in church, just to sing in the choir. Uh, He didn't save you just to preach and teach, uh, but he saved you so we can be with him forever throughout eternity. So uh, salvation covers your past, your present, and your future. Uh, it is the salvation of the soul. Hallelujah. But I want to add this. Uh, it's the salvation of your soul and the salvation of your entire human personality. Hallelujah. And what do I mean by that? Well, uh, when you are saved, the process of being saved, hallelujah, we are his workmanship. It means that you are bringing everything about you under the subjection of the person who saved you. Hallelujah. Everything. Everything about you. you bring it under subjection to Jesus Christ. His Lordship. So um, let's talk about salvation. Let's get into this. And again, I'm not in Acts 2.38 tonight. I'll get there eventually. Uh, but I'm dealing with other scriptures because I don't want people to think that all we know is acts 238 hallelujah and i thank god for acts 238 uh, but there are the scriptures that talk to you about salvation so understand that salvation is something that is absolutely necessary hallelujah salvation is absolutely necessary uh, don't let anyone fool you shaking the preacher's hand Uh, Won't get you into glory. Paying your tithes is wonderful. Giving the offering is wonderful. Uh, But there's no salvation in that offering. You must be born again. Uh, Our anchor scripture neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be. Listen to the words. You must be saved not we may be hallelujah not you should be uh not you could be but the word of god says we must be we must be it doesn't say we can it says we must be it's imperative uh, it's it's an imperative let's let's go to john three and seven marvel not i said unto thee ye must be born Again, you must be. Why must Jesus die? Because mankind must be saved. Hallelujah. That's why he died for you. Because you must be. There's no other way. We must be saved. We can't make it into glory without this salvation. That's why he died for my sins. Because we had to be. We must be saved. Uh, And let's talk about the must the must of salvation. Three reasons why we must be saved. The first reason is uh, because you weren't saved already. We weren't born saved. According to what David says in his Psalm, uh, we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Paul referred to it as a death sentence. We we had this death sentence upon us. We were wretched. Uh, He had to save us because We were not saved already. I couldn't save myself. Uh, You couldn't save yourself. By nature, I was lost, just like the sheep or the silver coin uh, or the prodigal son in the gospel according to St. Luke chapter uh, 15. Uh, Not only were we lost, uh, but according to the scriptures, uh, and we read this last week, we would have perished had it not been for Jesus uh, John three sixteen. remember that? Uh, some of you can quote it while I read it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's what salvation is all about. It's not just about uh, being saved down here, singing and shouting, but he intends the intention Uh, of salvation is that we would be with him throughout eternity so the first reason why we must be saved is because we could not save ourselves we were not saved already Uh, the second reason is again uh, and I sort of gave it to you in the first reason is because you could not we could not save ourselves Hallelujah. So the first reason, because we weren't saved already. The second reason, because we cannot save ourselves. Uh, What can we do? What could you have done to blot out your past sins or to save yourself even from uh, the present onslaught of sin and all the things that the enemy is throwing at you? Where would you be now without the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. What could you do to free yourself? What what could you do to guarantee your salvation throughout eternity? The answer is nothing. Absolutely nothing. Hallelujah. You had not the strength nor the intelligence to figure out how to get free from what you were bound by or what was holding you down. Hallelujah. If you are to be saved This salvation had to come from someone outside of yourself because you can't save you. Hallelujah. I can't save me. I couldn't deliver me. So it had to take someone from the outside to bring me into a place of safety. And that someone was Jesus. I thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. So because we could not save ourselves. And the third reason why we must be saved is because God has provided salvation for us. Hallelujah. Hmm. So, uh, and I, there are some who behave or act or even say, uh, I don't need that. That's fine. Hallelujah. But if we didn't need it, Jesus would not have made provision for it. Hallelujah. Why did he go through all the things that he went through? hallelujah, if we didn't need this salvation. My God, listen to my notes. The, The fact that God has at such infinite cost promised salvation for us all is all proof that everybody needs to be saved. For God to do all that he did to make provision for us to be saved is proof within itself That is something that had to be. In order to be with him, we must be saved. We must be born again. Hallelujah. So the verse that I read out of uh, chapter 4 of Acts, verse 12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. It also tells us how very important hallelujah, how very important it is for us to be saved. And I, I should put it better than that. It, it gives us a, another important truth uh, concerning salvation. Uh, and that important truth simply is salvation is absolutely necessary here and now. Uh, and I, I have to put it that way for those Who are still putting it off still saying i have all the time that i need Uh, but uh, peter in his sermon here in the book of acts chapter 4 verse 12 is very careful to say that this salvation is given under heaven not in heaven not in heaven because we're not in heaven now but uh, and I'll read it again, neither is salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. He says this salvation is given under heaven. Hallelujah. Not in heaven. It is given, uh, which means that we must receive it in this life. You, you can't say I got all the time that I need, I'll, I'll, because you don't know how much time you have. So while you're here, you need to receive this salvation in this life. There's, so, there's no such thing as as missing salvation in this life and then receiving it in the next life. And I know there are those who believe that, uh, you know, after you're dead, somebody can pray you into heaven or, or there's, there's no such thing as purgatory. There's no in-between place. There's nowhere in the Bible that talks about purgatory. You either make it into heaven or or you don't. It's either heaven or hell. And I know some folks don't like to, to hear it that way, but it's the truth. You're either going to be with Jesus or you're going to spend eternity in hell. Hallelujah. So you must receive salvation in this life. Hallelujah. There's no such thing as missing salvation in this life and waiting until after you die Where you can make it into heaven or receiving it in the next life. No, it is appointed unto every one of us to die, to once die, and then is judgment. So salvation must be experienced here and now. You have to be saved here. If you're going to be saved, you have to do it here and now. Hallelujah. Yes, and that is why there's such a strong emphasis all the way through the scriptures. Of the importance of being saved today. The day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Let's go to Proverbs 27 and 1, and then I want to compare it to Luke 19 and 5. And I'll even go to 2 Corinthians, and I'll come back to Hebrews. Proverbs 27 and 1 says, Boast not thyself of tomorrow. Thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Luke 19 and 5 says, And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today I must abide at thy house. Today, you got to do it now. Because tomorrow is not promised to you. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 6 and 2. Mm -hmm. for he saith I have heard thee in a time accepted and in the day of salvation have I secured thee behold now is the accepted time behold now is the day of salvation if you're going to be saved you got to do it in this life you got to do it now you can't put it off any longer Hebrews 3 and 7 wherefore as the Holy Ghost saith today if ye will hear his voice Harder not your heart, as in the provocation, in the day of temptation, in the wilderness. So, uh, and and I need to say this: um, the Bible does not promise a second chance of salvation beyond the grave. So I, let's make it clear. Let's go back to our foundation, because the Bible does not say anything to us about having a second chance of salvation beyond the grave. Although there there are many false teachings and prophets who hold to such promises, uh, and they even teach and expound upon the gospel of a second chance, and they say there is an opportunity beyond the grave. Uh, telling people that you have an opportunity beyond the grave to receive the salvation of God, uh, they'll even gather unto themselves multitudes of people, uh, and and tell them even try to expound on when Christ is coming, or uh, and they're pulling in them, pulling them into a vacuum of death, not eternal life, and people are believing them, but there's no such promise in the Word of God concerning a second chance of salvation beyond the grave. The gospel of the second chance, those who subscribe to that, uh, it, it does three things. First, it makes God a liar. Yes, and he's not a man that he should lie. Second, it slanders the cross. It's a slander against the cross, against the, the provision, the sacrifice that was made for us on the cross. And the third it sort of provides a back door out of hell, you know. You 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 didn't receive Christ as your Savior in this life, but you'll get another chance uh, beyond the grave to make your decision. And there's no Scripture that confirms that. Uh, whatever you do concerning your salvation, you have to do it now while you're here, while there's breath in your body. Hallelujah. So God is infinitely merciful, yes, and he desires the salvation of all men, but it has to be on his terms. You you can't make up how to be saved. You can't make anything up. It's not, you didn't create heaven or hell. You're not God. So how can you say how men should be saved? It's already in the word. Hallelujah. He's already paved the way and it's through Christ. Jesus only, Jesus only. This is why they call us Jesus only, Uh, because all y'all talk about is Jesus. Well, he's the one. Salvation is through him. If any man see the father, you've got to do it through Christ. He is the way. He says, I am the door. (laughs) I'm enjoying this. So, yes, the Lord is merciful, and and he desires that all of us would be saved. But it has to be on his terms. I want to read out of the book of Revelation. Um, Even in the book of Revelation, chapter 20, verse number six, it says, Blessed and holy is he that have part in the first resurrection. On such the second death have no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand times years so let's get into this and i'll and i'll read verses four through six of chapter 20 of revelation and i saw thrones and they sat upon them and judgment was given unto them and i saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of jesus and for the word of god and which had not worshiped the beast neither his image so uh let's let's step back a little bit because now this is after the rapture and those who miss the rapture have to go through tribulation period. And the and, uh, for lack of a better phrase, I'll use the word salvation, uh, but the only form of salvation will be the, a choice of whether you take the mark of the beast and worship him or you don't take it. And those who don't take it will be beheaded. You'll lose your life. Now, under grace, all you have to do is say yes to the Lord. Receive his salvation. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Live holy until he comes. Even if you die in Christ, you shall be risen when that trump of God sounds. But if you miss the rapture, hallelujah, and the Antichrist comes. Uh, and the, You'll have to take the mark of the beast. Because here it says, uh, I saw a throne. And they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. They are those who will refuse. They miss the rapture, but they'll refuse to take the mark of the beast, uh, and they'll be tormented, they'll be beheaded. Uh, and, and they do it, yes, for the word of God, And which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years, Years now, their name had to be in that book during the the judgment, right? Uh, but after that thousand years, uh, we don't have time to get through all of of the book of Revelation. Uh, the Bible says before that thousand year period, he's going to take the, that that demon, he's going to take Satan, he's going to lock him in the in the pit. Uh, but after that thousand year period, he's going to release him, right, and let him loose, uh, and he's going to gather. People together try to win them over, uh, because for some reason he'll still feel like he can win against God, win against Christ. Hallelujah. Uh, Verse five says, "But the rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years were finished." So those who died without Christ, they'll still be dead until after the millennium. Then after the millennium, then there's the judgment of the wicked dead. Everyone who died without Christ hallelujah will be judged they'll be risen but the and this is the first resurrection and let me explain because the first resurrection includes the resurrection of christ and all of god's people so the resurrection of christ right and all of god's people which means the rapture has come and all of those that died in christ have been caught up to meet him in the end those of us who were still here and remain shall be changed in the moment in the twinkling of an eye we'll all meet together in the air we'll be with christ so during the tribulation period we'll be with christ after the tribulation period we'll return with him right and then he will begin that millennial part of thousand year reign upon this earth but in contrast to the resurrection of the wicked, now we have, because we're talking here in chapter 20, the resurrection of the wicked dead. It's at the end of the millennium. The Bible says the second death, well that, right, and I'll read it again, uh, that such the second death hath no power. Hallelujah. Your name is not in that book. You'll be cast in the lake of fire. Hallelujah. And that's where you'll spend eternity. Now, I know I'm not in Revelation tonight as a a class, uh, and I wish I had more time to bite into it and unravel it, but uh, it's just best for you to get saved now. And once you get saved, work out your soul's salvation. Hallelujah. With fear and trembling. No one knows the day or the time that Christ shall appear, but he's coming back for those who have received his salvation. Hallelujah. You must be saved and that salvation is through Jesus only. So that brings me to the next point because there's only one way of salvation. I don't care what anybody tells you. Hallelujah. There's only one way. One way. Hallelujah. Put it in the comment section. There's only one way of salvation. One, one, one. One way to God. Hallelujah! Baptized in Jesus' name. This was the burden of, of Peter's message that he preached. Uh, he wanted them to know wholeheartedly there is only one way. There's no one else. Salvation is not through anyone else. Hallelujah. This salvation, salvation. Uh, and it could literally be read, the salvation there's no other salvation so when we well, to a believer uh it's the salvation not this salvation there's no other there's no other salvation hallelujah <laughs> the salvation it's a definite article here and let's compare the words of jesus uh, in chapter 10 of, of the gospel according to saint john i quoted it uh before he says i am the door By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and go in and out and find pasture. That's Jesus talking. And in John 14 and 6, Jesus is talking again. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. But Jesus Only through Jesus, Jesus only. Salvation is through Jesus only. And for those of you who are always trying to push Jesus out of the picture, you can't be saved without Jesus. Hallelujah. For all of you who are trying to push Jesus out of the baptismal pool, uh, you you can't do it right without Jesus. It has to be in the name of Jesus. For all of you who are trying to pray without Jesus being in the prayer, hallelujah, it has to be in his name ask in my name. Hallelujah. Jesus only, my Lord. Listen to what Paul says in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men. Listen to what he says. The man Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. There's no other name say it with me. Put it in the comment section. Hashtag Jesus only. Hallelujah. Listen, there's no other name whereby we must be saved. And the name referred to is that of the Lord Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 4 verse 10. Let's go there. Be it known unto you all, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him, doth this man stand here before you hold. Yes. Hallelujah. This, After a miracle had been performed, they're questioning them, who gave you the authority to do so? Uh, and Peter being filled with the Holy Ghost, he answered. I'm reading it. I'll read it right out to Bible. You rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to this impotent man, by what means he is made whole, I want you to know it was all done in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's healing in his name. Power in his name. Deliverance is in his name. My salvation It's all in him. It's all in his name. No one will ever be saved except by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only savior, my Lord. This is why it's good to get back to the foundation, get it stirred all up again. So you don't forget and start going and drifting into anything and everything else. Nope. Stay with Jesus. Hallelujah. He's the only way you can get into glory. Stay with Jesus. My God. He's the only Savior. Isaiah 43 and 11 says, I, even I, am the Lord. And beside me, there is no Savior. There's no other Savior. Hallelujah. Notice that this salvation is in a person, (laughs) not in a religion. It's not in the church you go to or who your pastor is. Yes, it's not in the title. Uh, it's not in your church membership. It's, it's not in rites or ceremonies. and, and um, But it's in the person of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's in Christ. It's all in him, all in him. Remember that song, Acts 3 and 16? says, In his name, through faith, in his name have made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him have given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. People were always asking questions when, when they saw miracles and changes in people's lives. And, and the apostles were quick to say, it's because of Jesus. It's all because I believed in Jesus. Because I did what Jesus told me to do. And I want to go to where Jesus has prepared for me. He said, I go away to prepare a place for you that where I am, ye may be also in my father's house. There are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. Hallelujah. You want to be saved? It's got to be through Jesus. Hallelujah. So, there's only one way. Hallelujah. Salvation is necessary. Salvation is necessary here and now. And there's only one way to salvation. The next point, which is the fourth point, is that salvation is offered to all. Is offered to all. This is a wonderful salvation. Could you imagine if it was only for a certain group of people? If it was only for a certain group of people, how sad that would be. And there were many, when you read the word of God, you see, they felt like they had exclusive rights to God. Uh, The word of God said to the Jew first and then to the Gentile. But many of the Jews interpreted and said, well, uh, it's to the Jew only. And they would question those who were brought into the house. Uh, Not him, not her. Even in the book of Acts, when, when, it's, when they saw the Holy Ghost fall on the Gentiles, the Bible says they were astonished that the Gentiles also were receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. But salvation is for everybody. Hallelujah. Put it in the, in the comment section. Hashtag, he's my God too. Hallelujah. It's a wonderful salvation and it's all through the person of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's a salvation that's been given to men. That is, it's been made available to all men everywhere, to all who would receive this salvation. Hallelujah. So uh, for my brothers and sisters who feel like only the white man can be saved, those who feel like only the black man can be saved, there, there is no racial barrier to salvation. Hallelujah no racial barrier for uh, for salvation. It's for people of all races and creeds. We are all invited to receive this salvation, and I'm so glad about it. Romans 10. Let's go to Romans 10 and 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So there's no racial barrier. There is no social barrier. Acts Four and thirteen. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marvelled that they took knowledge of of them that they had been with Jesus. So it didn't matter where you were socially. Hallelujah! The Holy Ghost is not just for rich folk. Uh, it's not just for white folk or black folk. Uh, So there's no racial barrier to salvation. There is no social barrier uh, to salvation. Uh, I have a friend that lives in India. And you know, in India, they serve in India. Listen to this. In India, there are over about 86 different gods that they serve. And the God that you serve is based upon your social status uh, in that society. Yes, today. Uh, we have pastors in India, when um, they're preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, they are those who take offense because the pastor may be considered a lower class than they are. Hallelujah. So when you're preaching the gospel, it doesn't matter, though, how high. You might be a member of the higher echelon of that society, or you may be the poorest of the poor, but salvation is for everyone. Hallelujah. There's only one Lord. One faith, one baptism, hallelujah, so the Holy Ghost, the salvation of God. There is no racial barrier, there is no social barrier, and there is no financial barrier. Whether you're rich or poor, hallelujah, we all have to come the same way. We all have to come the same way, hallelujah. Let's go to Isaiah The book of Isaiah, chapter um, 55, verses 1 and 2. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. That sounds like it's already taken care of. Wherefore, do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfy? If not, hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. And there's no moral barrier. Hallelujah. And by that, I mean that the person may, may appear good and not be good. The person may appear bad and not really be a bad person. Hallelujah. And, and or they may be perhaps the most immoral person in the world. Remember Paul, before he was Paul, he was Saul. And all he did was, was bring uh, Christians into jail, had even some put to death, right? Hallelujah. even held the coats of them that stoned Stephen, but the Lord saved him. Hallelujah, as bad as he was, and some of you listening to me, uh, we were bad. Hallelujah, some of us were pimps, some murderers, yes. Hallelujah, some prostitutes, some drug addicts. Hallelujah, some of us were just some crazy folk, but God saved you. Hallelujah, glory. So uh, let's go to 1 Timothy 1 and 15. This is a faithful saying. And worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And this is Paul talking to Timothy. And listen to what he says. Of whom I am chief. He was like, man, I was a mess. Hallelujah. And a lot of us can concur with that. I was a mess. You did some stuff. If you talked about it today, all of you would feel ashamed. Yes, when you were doing it, you didn't care. But when you look back over your life and you think things over, I did that and the Lord saved me. So there was no barrier. It didn't matter. It does not matter how far out a person is. Remember these words? My arms are not too short that I cannot save. Yes, and when we call, he'll answer. I'm so glad, hallelujah, that I was not too dirty for God to clean me. I'm, not, I'm, I'm so glad that I was not too far out, for that God couldn't reach me. Hallelujah. My God. Oh, the joy that came to me when I knew that I was free. When my Savior found me, put his arms all around me. Oh, the joy that came to me. There was no age barrier. Hallelujah. Salvation is offered to all. It doesn't matter how old a person is or how young a person is. There's no no age barrier. The young may come as well as the old. Let's go to John 3 and 4. John 3 and 4 says, Nicodemus saith unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Nicodemus is up there in age. He says, how can I be born again now? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? You know what Jesus says. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. Yes, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not, I say unto you, you must be born again. Let's compare that to Acts chapter 4, verse 22. For the man was above 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing was showed. Uh, So it doesn't matter how young or how old. Hallelujah. It's just time. If you're going to receive salvation, it has to be here and now in this lifetime. If you're going to be blessed by the Lord, hallelujah, don't wait till later. If you're going to receive from the Lord, Hallelujah. He can do it here and now. It doesn't matter. It does not matter what color you are. It does not matter, hallelujah, where you are socially. It does not matter how much money you have. It does not matter uh, how deep in sin that person is. So so stop shortchanging, God, because uh, we got family members who are out there. Yes, we have family members who are all doing all kinds of things we have we have family listen everybody let's tell the truth everybody has somebody in their family that does drugs everybody today has somebody in their family that's gay everybody's got somebody in their family that drinks every so it doesn't matter where they are morally god can say to the utmost jesus saved. the bible says and such was some of you Hallelujah. God can save me. He can save anybody. Let's stop putting barriers on, on God, telling him who can and what he can do. God can do anything. He can save anybody. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. I said, yes, he can. And there's no age barrier. Hallelujah. To the utmost, Jesus saves. that's all you need to know. He saves. Honorable Sunday. Yes, and there's a whole lot of us on this line tonight who can testify that Jesus saves. If He, the Lord saved you, put it in the comment section. Jesus saved me. Yes, Jesus saved me. Put an exclamation point after that. Jesus saved me. Yes, and after you put that, let somebody know. if And if he can save me, he can save me anybody. Hallelujah. I thank God for this. And we're praying all this month. Don't you forget, we're praying all this month. Every Friday, we're fasting and praying for our unsaved loved ones. I don't care who they are. I don't care how far out they are, what their lifestyle is. The Lord can save. Oh, yes, he can. I said, the Lord can save save do you believe it say it with me the lord can save jesus saves he can save anybody the last thing i want to say in this particular lesson is that salvation is absolutely free it's given to men let's go back to a familiar scripture john 3 16 and i'm closing out god so loved the world that he gave that he gave that he gave that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Let's go over now to St. John chapter 10, verses 27 and 28, where it says, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. (coughs) Excuse me. And I give unto them eternal life. I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Lord, I love that particular scripture so much. You're my sheep and I've given you eternal life. (laughs) What makes you his sheep? You have, your, you have his spirit on the inside. You're none of his if you don't have his spirit. That's in Romans. Jesus is saying, uh, my sheep, I'll give them. I'll give them. I'll give them. If you receive the gift of my son, I'll give you eternal life. And you will never perish. And no man will pluck you out of my hand. Hallelujah. So you could not buy. Nobody can buy salvation. Uh, You can't buy it with money, and you can't buy it simply by observing rituals or religious observations, observances, I should say. Let's go to Titus. I'm going to take you to a brief conversation uh, in the book of Titus, chapter 3, verse number 5. Here is Paul talking to Titus, saying, It's not by righteousness, no works of righteousness, which we have done, But according to his mercy, he saved us. How? By the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Now, if you don't need the Holy Ghost to be saved, why would Paul tell Titus he saved us by the washing of regeneration? Washing of regeneration. That means the blood of Jesus Christ. I accepted him as my savior. I did what I was asked to do. I repented. I was baptized in his name and by baptism, I was buried with him. When I came up out of the water, that watery grave, hallelujah, I rose up uh, as a statement to everyone that I gave up my old life to step into a new life and he promised that he would fill me with the Holy Ghost and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, the washing of regeneration. Any man be in Christ, he is a new creature and the renewing of the Holy Ghost, the renewing of the Holy Ghost, the renewing of the Holy Ghost. So while the outward man is perishing, the inward man is being renewed day by day i wish i had the time i really right now at this moment feel like preaching in this place you cannot buy salvation with money first peter chapter 1 verses 18 and 19 for as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation. And in, in the Greek, it would not say conversation, it would say via vain behavior, which is received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. So it was all through Jesus, his blood, his sacrifice. All through Jesus. Hallelujah hallelujah. You cannot buy it even by simply trying to live a good life. Yes, and there's some very good people here, but you need Christ abiding on the inside because no matter how good we are or claim to be, we were all born in sin, shaping in iniquity, and you still have to come the way that Jesus has prescribed. I am the way. So, Paul says in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Mm -hmm. Not of works, lest any man should boast, for we are his workmanship, created created in Christ. Created in Christ. Remember that scripture that says, For ye are dead, And your life is hid in Christ as Christ is hid in God. In him is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. No man comes to the Father except he comes by me. So it's created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So my salvation, your salvation has once and for all been purchased. Hallelujah, it's available for all. It has been purchased and now is available to all. It's been provided. How? By the death of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And it's it's available for all who will receive it by faith. (laughs) Ha ha, glory. You got to come to him with empty hands and receive this wonderful provision. Come to him with an open heart. Hallelujah. And receive this provision so he can keep you with him throughout eternity. You must be saved. And it's only through Jesus Christ. Jesus only. Jesus only. Now, I think what would be good is if you you shared this lesson uh, it'll be saved, of course, on social media. You save this lesson and and sit down, even take the series as we go along. We, we're going to start making these series available. Somehow you can download it or just go back to YouTube or Facebook and play, play it for your family, for your unsaved loved ones. Sit down with them and let them watch it. Uh, I want my family saved. I want everybody in my house saved. I want to be saved and stay saved. Sometimes it's just good for somebody who already has the Holy Ghost to revisit the foundation. Hallelujah. Am I leaking anywhere? Have I loosened anywhere? Oh God, because we want to make it in. We want to make it in. He paid a debt he did not owe. I owed a debt I could not pay. Hallelujah. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left the crimson stain, but he lost is whiter than snow. I'm gonna stop there. I don't want to hold you too long. I'm gonna stop there. Hallelujah. But I want you to know that it's all in him. It's all in Jesus. Now I want to give you time to put the names of those in your family even you it may be friends that you know that you know need the Holy Ghost you want them to be saved put their names on the prayer list let's let's create another for another night an electronic prayer line I'll give you time to do so I want them filled with the Holy Ghost yes hallelujah put their names there Shekinah Fields I want you saved I want God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Yes, I do. I want God to fill you so much. I want that river of living water springing out of your belly. Hallelujah. Yes. Katie, I want you filled with the Holy Ghost. That's my grandbaby. That's my granddaughter. She's she's taller than me. Hallelujah. And a beautiful, a beautiful baby girl. I want her filled with the Holy Ghost. Zion, that's my grandson. I want you filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Yes, I do. Bethany, that's my niece. I want God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amon, that's my nephew. I want God to come and get you and fill you with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Brett, that's my brother. I want you filled. Don't be ashamed. Put their names out there. Put it in the atmosphere. I want God to save my whole house. Come on. Put their names in the comment section. We're getting ready to pray. Even if you even if you're you're moving slow. While I'm praying, keep typing their names in. Hallelujah. To the utmost Jesus saves. Uh, and it's Jesus only. It's Jesus only. It's Jesus only. Hallelujah. It's all through Jesus. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we're praying now. Hallelujah. Concerning salvation, we want our loved ones filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And those of you, those of us rather, who have you on the inside, we want even more of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless, Lord, as only you can. Save, Father, as only you can. Come on, reach out towards the screen. Even squeeze those smartphones. And save, do it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Save in the name of Jesus. Deliver in the name of Jesus. Heal in the name of Jesus. Now put those hands together. And give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord bless you. I feel good in my soul. Yes. And if you want to send a special prayer request, you may do so, admin at grtdc.org. And we'll lay that request on the altar. Yes, we will. And if you want to plant a seed in this ministry on tonight, want to pay your tithes, give an offering, you may do so. Technician will put that on the screen for us. Follow those instructions and plant your seed, won't you? Those of you who are sitting in the annex, uh, or in the New York area, you may use Givelify. We thank you for your seed. Father, in the name of Jesus, those who are planting seed tonight, I pray a special blessing upon them. Bless them according to your will and pleasure. Open up the windows of heaven and pour them all out of blessing, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. And don't forget Friday... We're fasting and praying from six until six, believing God. Hallelujah, chains will be broken, high places will be brought down. We want our loved ones to be saved, hallelujah. We want the Holy Ghost to be poured out. Yes, and let the revival start right in my house, filled with the Holy Ghost. We're believing God together, and wherever you are at noon, on Friday, say a prayer, whisper a prayer, hallelujah, and wherever you are after six, hallelujah, don't just go into your meal, but pray, say a prayer concerning your loved ones, asking God to fill them with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. We had a wonderful time last week in the Bronx, and, um, we were there, and we had, though there were souls on the altar tarrying for the Holy Ghost, and we're going to continue to do it. I'm believing God uh, for miracles, signs, and wonders. The Lord is going to bless. We were there, a Lady Fields and I, on the altar with the souls and the saints of God at Refuge Temple Lanix, and we're going to be doing it here in Washington, D.C., the 28th and the 29th. Uh, we're going to ask... Uh, souls, those of you who are trying for the Holy Ghost, meet us here. Come into the temple. Uh, from 7 to 8.30 we'll be here on the 28th and the 29th and I believe some of the missionaries, those who can uh, will be here with me and the, the ministers. Uh, there's enough room for us to spread out uh, and those of you who want the Holy Ghost, cry out to the Lord. Come on. let's. And the Lord has been dealing with me about bringing the prayer back into his house. Hallelujah. Mine house shall be called a house of prayer. I don't want to hold you any longer, but you know what I always say, and I mean it. Until next time, be careful, be prayerful, and be holy. Shalom. Shalom.